If you've ever been overwhelmed by a growing company or a project or felt insecure in your role or just felt alone in general with any company you've worked with, this episode is going to be for you. We're going to talk about things to overcome that loneliness, overcome that insecurity and other things you can do to continue to grow with a company that's continuing to scale. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome everyone to the Partner Up Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Viancourt, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influencer partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than 100 million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset, and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. Get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. Okay, this is going to be a little bit of a different format. I'm going to be as vulnerable as possible, but I also want to leave you with five things that I've done personally that continues to help me as things grow with the companies that I'm a part of. And again, because I want to share my story, I'm going to stumble my way through this. It's not going to be as polished as normal, but I hope by being a bit vulnerable, it does help you be vulnerable as well in your own life. So welcome to the Partner Up Profits podcast. For those of you listening for the first time, we usually talk about affiliate marketing, influencer partnership strategies, and anything else that can level up your business and help you scale profitably with partnership marketing strategies and tactics. Now, even though this episode is going to be a bit more on the personal side today, it still helps you because we all have emotional we all have feelings. We all deal with insecurities from time to time, and I'm no exception. And I by no means have this figured out, but as I was going through a planning strategy today with some of my team members, I started thinking about how much progress I've made in this realm of things and how if I were to talk to my team and encourage them to do a couple things as they continue to grow and level up in this company, as well as any company out there that you're working for, these are things that would have helped me from the beginning and I wish I would have known sooner. So we are going to talk about tactical things as do partnership strategies. But today, I really want you to focus on yourself. And by helping yourself, by serving yourself, you're going to help others and yourself as the transition continues, okay? So growing companies and leveling up and feeling insecure and unknown about how to do things properly or effectively is completely normal, okay? If you're not growing, you're dying. You've probably heard that before. I don't know if I fully agree with that, but I do understand the necessity for challenging yourself, rising to the occasion, and making a plan as you go. Becoming a team lead helped me be a better dad whenever I finally became a father. However, becoming a father then developed and helped me become a better team lead, okay? And now courage for me, I used to look at courage and strength as like grown men don't cry, uh, you don't talk about your emotions, you don't let people see your fear or anything like that. And that can really work well if you're in a poker game or something like that, okay? But I believe that the true measurement of courage, especially being a father and in a relationship, the true measure of courage is vulnerability, being able to share things, being able to be open, talk, express, express anger, express frustration, express happiness. Now, we're going to get into how this tactically breaks down to a company level and being a part of a team, but I want you to take this and think about this as I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm opening up to you today. I'm going to try to share as much as I can based on my personal experience and what's worked for me and hopefully it does work for you. Today's episode is going to focus on five things that if you're feeling overwhelmed and insecure, you can start to do these things over time and it should help you overcome that insecurity or that feeling of just being alone. And let me tell you, from going from a company with five people to going to companies now with 150 people, it's a big transition. And there's times where if you're not speaking up and getting in front of the crowd, you're going to continue to get left behind and feel a little bit lonely. Okay. So, 
first off, always express gratitude to somebody when you feel like you're not getting gratitude for yourself. I know this is kind of counterintuitive, but from my experience, when I feel frustrated about lack of progress or I'm frustrated at a situation, et cetera, I don't feel recognized maybe, whether it's in a relationship or business, I actually like to flip the script. I like to think about people and really practice that gratitude of what am I actually thankful for and who am I thankful for? And how can I reflect that to them today? Because you don't know who needs it. And it also, by giving, you actually get back a little bit of that emotion that you're putting out there. And who knows, maybe they're actually going to give you something back as well that's going to kind of prop you up and make you feel better that day. So, I've definitely implemented this quite a bit. So, express gratitude to people and be vulnerable what's happening in your life. Number two, know that you're not alone. Regardless of if you're the CEO, the owner, or you're just starting with a company, everybody's feeling this at some point in time and you don't really know what the struggles are other people are facing. So obviously, be as kind as and empathetic as you can to as many people as you can in any given day of your life when it's you. Give yourself some sympathy. Give yourself some forgiveness and know that you are not alone in this situation. And this is the biggest skill as well, okay? The biggest skill is follow through, consistency, seeing something through to the end. That's always been a truth to some degree, but as we continue to evolve, whatever generations are coming, it's not to say it's generational that every next generation is gonna be worse, but consistency and follow through is always gonna be a really valued skill for yourself as well as people that are in your life. And the key thing that I learned is I went to something called 40 Years of Zen. For those of you who don't know, you can Google it and check it out. It's basically an advanced brain training session you do for a seven-day retreat and you're getting to eat a bunch of great foods and you get to kind of do debriefs on the traumas that you've experienced maybe in your life. And it sounds like a bit more therapy and to some degrees it is therapy, but it's more advanced than that. So, you're doing a lot of connections with the brain and, and watching activity in the brain and you're doing like biohacking. So, anyways, I'll let you figure that out and what that looks like, but it was great. I'd recommend it. Through the process of this, I thought I was going to come out of there fixed. I thought I was going to leave 40 years of Zen or any brain training or any therapy fixing the issue. And what I realized is that it's not about fixing the issue, at least for me. This is my experience. The thing for me was that I needed to be aware of things. I needed to bring awareness to it and then bring an intent to that awareness. And even if it's not fixed, so I might still get angry at things. Some things might still peak that anger, make me frustrated. But the difference now is the amount of time it takes me to overcome that anger or frustration is a lot less. And that's the key here too. Whether it's emotional, you're feeling fatigued, discouraged, frustrated, angry, happy, ride that as long as you want. But in the moments where you're down on yourself, it's not that you should get upset that you're down on yourself and say, oh, why does this keep happening? Why do I keep getting down on myself? I should never get down on myself. That is short-sighted. Don't think of it like that. Think of it as you don't want to stay in that state for very long. Of course, the ultimate dream is that you never feel those emotions, but the reality is you will feel down on any given day. Things happen. Okay, life happens. It's okay to embrace that, but don't beat yourself up for feeling it. But then also try to decrease the amount of time spent in that state and the amount of time that it takes you from going from that state back to your regular high performance happiness state. That's what I'm continuing to work at. At first, I was a little bit thrown back. I thought that I was never going to be angry again. I thought I was never going to have frustrations or no pet peeves. That wasn't the case. They still happen, but my awareness now is there and I have an intent to not let it get to me and I can process it better. So, that is number two, okay? Know you're not alone. Challenges are normal and process it, feel it, don't get discouraged by it, but also try to decrease the amount of time you spend within that state. Other thing you can do is get on culture calls or friend calls or 
opportunities to share with people. You don't always have the time to do so in a team environment when you're talking maybe strategies or day-to-day project planning and things like that. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't have an opportunity to express your emotions or your thoughts or just a rant. It's so therapeutic to rant to people in a safe environment. And if that's not the company culture you have, search for external places that you can vent and rant. You could do it with your spouse. But I also recommend trying to find a non-biased participant that you're not wearing down your spouse either. Whether that's a mastermind call, whether that's a group coaching call or somewhere that is a safe environment for you to actually talk about these things, get them out. Have somebody to brainstorm some things with that are maybe not strategically involving the business that might also be to do with you. I've also worked with emotional therapists uh, everywhere, everything from understanding affirmative thoughts, reshaping the way you think to EFT, which is a a tapping practice on how to process emotions and talk through things. But I did rely on coaches to get me through these periods and I continue to do so. It doesn't change. And wherever I get in the next level of my career or business or professional life, whatever I want to do, you have to continue to search for external support. It's not a, it's, it's not enough to try to do it alone anymore, okay? And that's what I've learned from experience. And I'm an introvert. I'm, I'm a shy guy for the most part, even though I'm on camera doing a podcast. This is my way of sharing, but hopefully as an introvert, you can understand that, you can appreciate it and understand that you need these mechanisms to process things a little bit better. So that's number two is also get on a culture call, talk to somebody as you're feeling that alone feeling. Hey, real quick, I just finished something I thought you might find useful since thousands of other people have already downloaded the Partner Up Profits Toolbox. It's basically a collection of done-for-you templates, including promotion calendars, scorecard templates, objective planning sheets, thinking time questions, outreach trackers, productivity hack courses, priority filter systems, profit potential calculators, and networking blueprints. It's the one-stop shop for all online professionals to download every money-making, time-saving resource they'd ever need. And I'm always adding to it. And it's my gift to you today as a thank you just for listening to this podcast. Simply go to partnerupprofits.com and find the productivity toolbox and then access all your templates, frameworks, and systems. I promise you'll get value from at least one tool or template. And there's no need to buy any high ticket software because every tool is created with a true bootstrapper or budget friendly person in mind. You'll get lifetime access to toolbox updates, meaning you'll continue getting free templates while you're part of our community. Again, go to partnerupprofits.com, find the productivity toolbox and access all your templates, frameworks and systems today. Number three, get clear on your strengths and weaknesses and make a plan and decide to level up or not. So this is a, not an epiphany, but it's something you have to really consider and be vulnerable and look in the mirror. I didn't do this in my 20s, probably even effectively in my early 30s. Now that I'm verging on year 40 here, it's a cliche saying, but the older I get, the less I actually think that I know. And I'm very clear now and I'm getting clearer by the day because I continue to do this practice on what my strengths are, what my weaknesses are. So opportunities for growth, relabel that one. It's not a weakness, it's just an opportunity or it's an opportunity to delegate. doesn't mean that you have to hold on to that weakness and try to level up in it. But I consistently look in the mirror or analyze what I'm doing as well as I get feedback from people on my team. And what I don't want to do is I don't want to continue to repeat the same mistakes over and over again every single year or in every meeting or every single week of my life, whether it's my relationships, whether it's business, I don't want to continue to repeat patterns. I want to continue to work at them and overcome them and be aware. 
awareness is key. And I've said this for points number two and one, but in number three, it's the same thing. So what I've found is that I was always getting discouraged by lack of progress, lack of progress due to my own inefficiencies. Now I have less of those and I still have some, but I have less of those because I focus on my strengths. I delegate my weaknesses or I bridge the gap between the weakness and what I need to accomplish by who else I need to resource in my business or personal life. So it's okay to recognize these things, but make sure you're giving yourself an honest assessment and then make a decision. Do you want to level up or not? Because this is and can be a stressful situation if you're not used to adapting, if you're not a driver. You have to make that decision. And back in 2017, 16, I think I went through and I went through these metamorphoses a few times where you've come to realization that you've kind of plateaued at an education level, at a certain skill, and you have to make a decision that I want to go forward. I want to continue to learn. I want to evolve. So make that decision for yourself. Make sure it aligns with your core values of your life and keeps you in alignment with those. And once you have, continue to make a plan and start implementing that plan to get better. And that's also going to alleviate the stress you incur over and over because you're repeating the same patterns because you're not assessing your strengths and weaknesses effectively and consistently. Number four, look back at how far you've come. We often don't do this, especially with always there's the next shiny object. There's the next plan. There's the next milestone you have to achieve. And everybody talks about balance these days. So I don't want this just to be about balance, but this has truly helped me because I'm the guide that arrives at where I wanted to go and it took me two years to get there. And then all of a sudden I just go, well, I guess I'm going to be on to the next project. And I don't even celebrate. I don't take it in. And by not doing that, you're never truly satisfied. You're never getting either that dopamine hit or that nice feeling of accomplishment. And you're never being grateful for what you've done and recognizing it. And I don't really know what the perfect answer is as to how much time to spend in that zone. But I know that I personally haven't spent enough time doing that. And when I find myself discouraged with current progress or feeling like I'm a little bit behind on things. And this happens a lot. This Again, the, the goal isn't to never feel this. It's to try to avoid staying in those states for prolonged periods of time. So for me, now when I feel that, I automatically go to steps one, two, and three, like I just outlined. And then step four is, isn't it great that we have these issues? Isn't it awesome that we get to solve this problem together this year, that we've leveled up, that we have to achieve this next milestone and we have to stretch. We have to learn things we never had to learn before. And we had this opportunity because if you look at it as an opportunity rather than, oh, this sucks. This is a bottleneck. I hate this. Oh, I wish everything could be perfect. Nothing's going to be perfect. The only consistency is inconsistent things and life and continue to adapt. So that's another thing that I do. It's number four is look back how far you've come and appreciate that and the opportunity to continue to build and do something different and challenging that expects more of you. That's a good thing. Number five, balance. Stay balanced no matter how many challenges come about. Now, this kind of ties into number four and maybe this was a bit of a cop out, but I do truly feel that for myself, I get caught up in, I'll work out whenever I've got these problems solved or I'll have time once I reach this one milestone. And again, I fall victim to this maybe more than anybody out there, but I really try to circle back. I remember Jerry Seinfeld, who I love as a comedian, but he's a very deep thinker too. And I listened to a Tim Ferriss episode once of him talking about the rule of never twice. So he might miss a workout one day, but it's never two days in a row. And I like to try to implement that in my life as much as possible. But the point is, no matter how overwhelmed, how alone you feel, or how much you feel like there's a deadline you have to hit or insecure that if you don't hit things or achieve that objective, that oh, you're going to get fired or whatever the case is, the worst case scenario, think about your health, your core values, your family, your friends, the things that you want in your life, regardless of what's happening in business. And the perfect situation is the harmony 
harmony and alignment of business and personal life. I've been very blessed and fortunate to continue to build a life that doesn't feel like this is business or personal. I get to integrate both. I love what I do because I've worked at this. It wasn't always the case. I had to bounce around. I had to decide that that's not for me and this is for me and continue to be honest with myself because there's been things that have paid a lot of money that I've had to now turn down because I don't like doing that and I'm not the best at doing that. But the thing that I circle back to now the most, especially being a father and wanting to be there for my children, my family, and have a long thriving relationship with everyone that is with me and for what I really want to be known for at the end of my life, that has to stay in alignment now. So, I, I try to keep that alignment in place where nothing pivots, although it's again, not perfect, but keep that top of mind as you continue to level up in your business, in your personal life and professional, et cetera. It's important to stay aligned with your core values. And if you don't have those outlined, I would suggest doing that. I literally have a piece of paper in front of me or I have a document I'll open on my computer before I start my work day, at the end of my work day. Again, I don't do it every day, but I do look at it and say, and it's affirmations, whether it's gratitude practice or something, but making sure that you tune into those things every single day to keep you aligned with that, especially when you feel misaligned or things are going off the rails. Again, decrease the time between feeling in the state of overwhelm back to the state of gratitude and appreciation. That's the real key message here between all these things. And listen, it's normal to feel the feelings that we're all feeling. I'm talking now straight to my team. If anyone's listening to this, as we go through challenges, these challenges are normal. They're a blessing. They're a great thing to be experiencing. And if you keep that mindset and you keep implementing some of these things that I've told you today, but also just reaching out to people and being vulnerable and talking and, and know that it's okay to do that and that it plays a part in the greater good of what you're trying to accomplish, again, in business or personal, that's the real key. So hopefully you got some value out of this little mini episode that had nothing to do with partnership marketing and everything to do with mindset and emotional stability and processing. I love this stuff. I'm also passionate about this side of it because it's due to the re it's due to the things that I've done within this episode that have allowed me to shift my thinking to become more successful in business. And if I would have just focused on business and the next training on how to level up in a certain skill alone, not to say you shouldn't do that, I wouldn't have had the emotional processing or the EQ powers to deal with people and my own processing of emotions and everything else that I'm experiencing as I have to continue to adapt. So that's it for today's Partner Up Profits episode and I'll see you on the next one and I hope you got massive value from this and that it changes at least one day in your life. Take care. All right, just before you go, make sure to visit partnerupprofits.com, sign up to the weekly newsletter to get the latest trends and updates on partnership marketing strategies that include affiliates and influencers. I promise it won't be boring, it'll be worth it, and you'll get notified when new episodes go live, and you'll also get instant access to any new tools that I build and add to the Partner Up Profits collection. Be sure to check it out often as I'm adding new things all the time. Go to partnerupprofits.com today. That's all we've got for this Partner Up Profits podcast episode. As always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerupprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.